Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12, or the last episode of season one of A Line by Line, where we read and discuss original poems about life topics written, narrated, and conversed by your hosts, Jasmine and Joshua. Hey, Jasmine, how hey. are you feeling? I'm a little sad. Yeah. I don't want it to be over. <laughs> it has been a journey, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's been a How lot many of fun. months? How many months have it been? Five months. Five months. Five months. No, six months because six, we started planning yeah, was, in 2020. Yeah. yeah. We even, I think we began planning in November. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been a while. I've enjoyed it. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot has happened just in our lives the past seven months i would say right for sure and yeah that plus this podcast it has been kind of like a, a glue that brings us together and go through life and whatever COVID that's true every time we happening. come together to record i like that you know before or after we can talk about just what's going on in our lives and to see that influenced and be integrated into the podcast mm-hmm. in just like a real way it's been really therapeutic for me yeah, same. It just feels very genuine and I I I love this podcast. So yeah. I'm sad but also excited for season 1 to be over and we can breathe and take a bit of a recharge and you know, season 2 will come out. Yeah. Uh, in the future, in the near future. So uh so this episode we are going to be talking about what's next, which is very fitting with the end of season one. Um, and in this episode, Jasmine and I, we actually wrote a poem together. I think we did the same thing for episode six or episode five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're doing it again this time. And let's just dive in. Let's, let's, let's do just, this episode. Yeah. I'm excited. This poem is called, What's Next? I've always hated that question, what's next? I don't know what my future is. Whatever I pursue is my future. I know of a million possibilities, but I can only spurt out one answer in reality. I'm not ready for what's coming next for me. I'm okay with not knowing what it will be. Past memories are a hope for the future. They're a hope and a cure for jealousy. Jealousy for the missing piece of my heart held by a missing person. I yearn to build relationships, to open that flood gate, to dig deeper. Let it flood and fill those holes. We're 60 years apart and that doesn't separate us. What's next? I've been waiting for my heart to open up again. Let things be still and let me have the stability and consistency I so much deserve. Tilt the hourglass and let time stand still for a bit, for me to take a breath 
and spend that moment in time with people I care about. I'm afraid of starting over. It's easier to make peace with the moment than to hope for a better future that might never become the present. Let me be happy and filled with joy because I fear it might be taken away in a moment. Energy is wasted hoping for an undefined future. I don't want to invite out of obligation. I want you to not be nothing to me. It scares me that the ticking bomb without a timestamp will explode without any notice, and I'll find myself alone with regrets and questions of I should have. Is there ever enough time? Who will be next to me when I'm their age? Will we share rings? Will we laugh together? Or will I just be me? The weight of uncertainty reminds me why I hate hearing that question, let alone answering it. No affirmation, no rejection, no denial, no acceptance. So what's next? All right. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a real pleasure writing this poem with you. Yeah. It's, we, it's yeah. very... It was, it's a very emotional poem, I feel like. So it's a lot of, our of lives. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of our lives being intertwined, intertwined exactly Just in this one poem. Mixed. You, you started by asking me these questions about ideas for the future, thoughts of the futures, worries, and concerns while we were listening to what was the playlist? Mm, I think it was like a late night acoustic playlist in Spotify. It was just all instrumental music. Yeah. Oh, right. No, it's my writing inspirational music playlist. Yes, yeah. you're right. Very, it was very dramatic. That's what yeah. I remember. Yeah. And the because yeah. the music was compelling, the honesty, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where a lot of these lines were coming from our answers to those questions and the and discussing the people and things that matter in our life. I, I'd love to kick it off like we normally mm -hmm. do with mm -hmm. a question for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. It's not what's next. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, the first question I have that maybe we both can answer is um, yeah. <clears throat> what are some things that you're excited to pursue in the future? Because there's a line that says, whatever I pursue is my future. Is my future. I, I think I'm excited for... I'm excited to be able to see my family again, my parents. Because, you know, they're, they're in Indonesia. My sister is here in the Bay Area. And my sister is actually going back to Indonesia for two months, which I'm extremely jealous. She's flying uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, but I couldn't go because, you know, I only have, I have to go quarantine for five days. So if I go there for two weeks, then half of my trip is basically gone yeah. because of quarantine. Yeah. So in the, in the near future, I'm very looking forward to just be able to spend a time with my family, the four of us together, either in vacation or if my parents come here for Christmas, I'm just looking forward to that, to be honest, because it's been a while. Um, I started a new job 
in April. So I'm still in that mode of like really getting used to it and getting, getting more stability. So I'm looking forward to see where that goes. I'm looking forward to any kind of relationships that I might start to develop uh, moving forward. I am looking forward to hmm, be able to travel just a little bit more uh, this year. Probably not in like full mode internationally and stuff, but just, you know, a little bit here and there. So I'm looking forward to that. How about you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to just continuing this fitness journey. Over the last Mm -hmm. year, I've lost a little over 20 pounds, creeping close Mm -hmm. to 25. Mm -hmm. And the next year for me is about sustaining and finding a sustainable routine to maintain kind of my current fitness level. Um, Make it a lifestyle, like a sustaining lifestyle. Yep. Exactly. I mean, I learned so much in the pandemic about what works for my body, what doesn't, what I enjoy eating and cooking. Um, But I've also been extremely limited in terms of social gatherings and the way that I eat by myself for efficiency is a lot different different from the way that I eat casually or socially with friends. So it'd be interesting Mm -hmm. to see how my decision-making uh, continues to persist uh, mm-hmm. throughout the next year. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. same as you said, I'm really looking forward to new relationships um, with lots of different people is mm-hmm. meeting my coworkers later mm-hmm. this fall for mm-hmm. the first time in real life. Yeah. is yeah. an interesting example. I've done my, next week will be my one year anniversary nice. of, uh, of, of working in robotics at this company. And uh-huh. it's uh, it's been a wild ride to only know people from <laughs> the chest up really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm also looking forward to traveling, specifically making it down to Antarctica this year. Uh, for your lots of, yeah, yeah, lots of twists and turns getting up to this trip and you know, uh, fingers crossed that it wouldn't get canceled, but that is a huge- That would be amazing. Huge yeah. trip that I just mm-hmm. I can't even anticipate how amazing it's going to be. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably my only international trip this year. But I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. You never know. There's lots of parts of the world that I'm hoping to visit with friends. Um, but yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a person who's going to take it slow and kind of monitor and see how the rest of the world is coping with, with this pandemic. Uh, I am also looking forward to going back to church in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. I definitely think too. I've leaned in, into my faith a lot uh, mm. to support me, to guide me and, and trying to deepen my relationship with God. But there's something mm-hmm. about being in real life. Mm-hmm, whether mm-hmm, it's at church mm-hmm. or at like a big concert with your favorite music artist, there's something about singing aloud together in a community, yeah. in a group, connecting, going out for uh, a meal afterwards mm-hmm. to reflect on the message or the conversation that I just have not been able to replicate mm-hmm, online. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, those are the things that I'm really looking forward to pursuing yeah. and making a priority in my life. Yeah. One thing that I'm also looking forward is uh, moving to a new apartment with my sister and find a two bedrooms in the city. I'm actually looking forward to that. I think that will happen late August, early September. So that's going to be exciting. Having a new space is, the moving part is tough, you know, physically and emotionally, but I think the settling in, the unpacking, the decorating, that's such a fun part of it. And then I want to do a housewarming party as well. I'll cook some dinner and it would be great. That would be great. Oh yeah. So I hope I get invited. 
Yeah, I will invite you for sure. <laughs> What are you talking about? I will for sure invite you. <laughs> uh, okay, so next question.、Um, there's a line here that we wrote. We said we're sixty years apart, and that doesn't separate us. So, are there people in your life that you were close to and drifted from, or people you have reconnected with after a long time? Yeah. My grandfather is probably an example of both.、Mm -hmm. um, we were really close when I was、uh, a kid growing up.、Uh, I used to make little arts and crafts, buildings, cars, anything honestly out of the lottery tickets he used to used to buy, and that really is what I feel like set me off on my journey as a creator and as an、mm -hmm. engineer ultimately.、Mm -hmm. And he's just such a fundamental part of my. Childhood. He took care of me. He taught me so many things. He laughed. We stayed up late watching cartoons. But、mm -hmm. you know, when he stopped living with us, it was a bit harder for me to get access to him. And this was before、mm -hmm. every six-year-old had an iPhone.、Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so recently, in the last couple of months of the pandemic, I've been calling him each week and asking、mm -hmm. him these deep questions from this platform called StoryWorth、mm -hmm. to try and document essentially the story of his life. Trying to understand what life was like in the '60s, '70s, '80s when he was growing up and experiencing、yeah. the experiencing the world, and so we've gotten closer and and connected now that I'm、uh -huh. now that I'm、uh -huh. an adult. So it's been really amazing that that we've been able、yeah. to re reunite in in this way. It's been really really nourishing、yeah. for me to learn that's awesome about him and about my past through him. And, and this is the same、um, grandpa that you that you wrote a poem for in our previous episode, right? The granddaddy, granddaddy. your granddaddy.、Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, from the nearing death episode. Yeah, and that poem. I mean, I think it just shows how close our relationship really was, how much I cared for him, and all the aspects of my life、mm -hmm. that、mm -hmm. he touched and. So many people have lost people during this pandemic. So many people、yeah. have been isolated from people, and I recognize that my grandfather has probably been isolated long before we had、yeah. a shelter in place.、Mm -hmm. And now that I've had firsthand experience of how devastating it is to have social ties cut off from your loved ones,、mm -hmm. uh, it's definitely made me lean into kind of one of the original relationships in my life. But what about you? Are there are there people that you've drawn near to, or or even drifted away from?、Um, Not really. Like I have to say that the people that are in my life right now, either they are just new relationships that I start to develop,、mm -hmm. or like I don't have anyone that has been out of touch for a long time, and then I'm just starting to reconnect with them. I don't think I have those people in was, my life. I was thinking of the one friend that you go on walks with in the park. And because I feel like you guys have spent a lot more time together and connected. I mean, even because you're both had like jobs transitions as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all、yeah. us. Yeah,、Gosh. and us. That 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 would actually be one one person is you that I that popped up in my mind. But the other friend, um, her name is Cat. Hi, Cat. If you're listening, uh, we used to work together at IG, and yeah, we just started to walk together a lot in, in the morning and just like share about lives, um. But I think for this question, like you is actually one perfect example because, I mean, we met in、um, 
fall of 2019 when I moved from Mountain View to SF and I uh, started my new job at IG at the time, right? And then we met at church. We had coffee a couple times. Uh, we did Bible study together, but then the pandemic hit, right? We were quarantined and we didn't speak or keep in touch at all for almost like a, a year, year, really. Yeah. And even like before quarantine, we didn't really talk weekly no. or anything right it was just, just very yeah. sporadic just yeah. the meetups sometimes like tips here and there about medium but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I didn't realize that until yeah until just now but that we went from basically no contact to being in this shared stressed moment in our lives <laughs> to yeah. talking essentially every week every other week doing this podcast or planning it <laughs> yeah yeah or hanging out outside you know um walking food. Or dinner yeah <laughs> yeah all those things so, so that's one thing right and then when we did the our when we reconnected in november or october last year during the pandemic and we walked and then we had this idea for this podcast that's so right that's a perfect example actually for this question yeah. Yeah. you made me that recommendation for joyla club and then mm-hmm. I was like, we should start a podcast. I was like, okay. And then I knew it was real. And this is what I appreciate you, you as a friend. I knew it was real when you put that podcast planning invite on my calendar. <laughs> and then I made a, a whole Google Doc and stuff for all yeah. the plans. So yeah. good. So good. I think that's what really brought this to life. But yeah, so we've got so much in store that we're looking forward to. And, you know, so many people in our lives that, matter to us that we're able to connect and share with. I'm I'm curious what your strategies are for balancing contentment with this present, like where we are in this moment, safe, taken care of uh, with loved ones and hope for the future that will be different, hopefully more mm-hmm. just and more equitable. Um, because this one line that really resonates with me in the poem mm-hmm. is it's easier to make peace with the moment than to hope for a better future that might never become the present. Yeah, I love that line. That's my favorite line too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, as a person, I tend to always think about what's the future, whether that's a, a short-term future, like next week or the, the next month, or long-term future, like three to five years or 10 years. And I definitely feel like sometimes I just don't appreciate the present and I'm not able to enjoy what is in front of me currently in this moment, in this present. Mm -hmm. And I think I always struggle with this, you know, just appreciating what I have and being content with what I have right now instead of always looking uh, for something else or something better in the future. So I don't think I have a a perfect answer for this because I'm still struggling with this present versus future. Yeah, no, I mean, I I like your answer. I I appreciate, obviously, your transparency every week that you bring to this podcast about where you are. And I ask the question because I also want to be inspired. But when I'm thinking about what you were saying, gratitude or having Mm -hmm. some practice of gratitude, it's like what I've been attempting, right? I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but 
I just have a bunch of random sticky notes of different colors. And when something happens in my life that I'm happy for or excited about, I try and write it on the sticky with the date of what happened, fold it up mm. and put it in this little leftover jar that I have. Mm-hmm. And even seeing the jar full of however many sticky notes are in there today reminds me to get, to reflect and go, oh, well, what else am I grateful for? Mm. This, this gratitude in this moment both reflects on how far I've come, what I've been through to get to this moment, but also yeah. gives me hope or faith for the future that things will change or get better. But mm-hmm. honestly, mostly that they'll just be different than they are now because that's mm-hmm. typically how, how time works. But it is hard sometimes to continue to be motivated when the stresses of what are going on right now feel so permanent. Yeah. Do you do you struggle a lot in terms of um in terms of always wanting to have something better? And not able to appreciate what you have right now. I think, Do you feel like you're struggling with that? I think with career is the hardest place for me to mm. find contentment mm-hmm. because it it feels like it's it's just hard to balance contentment with with my ambition. Yeah. Right. To want to do more, to be better, to have new opportunities, to try new things. But there is a contentment that I have with like my well-being with my relationships with my um surroundings like like i don't wish for a bigger house or more clothes or uh, like these material things or i don't wish that a relationship would be further progressed than it is or closer than it is Mm -hmm. yeah those things are easy for me to accept for the way that they are but yeah career is a tough one for me Mm. what about you um I don't think I have anything in particular. Yeah, I couldn't think of like a particular um, aspect of my life that I feel like uh, I just couldn't appreciate the moment and always striving for the better. I think it's just a, like an overall bigger picture, how I see my life. I've always struggled with that. Yeah, generally. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. tough. It is really tough. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any answers there. Mm-hmm. So there is another short line here that says, is there ever enough time? So (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, But, you know, like in life, do you have any kind of bucket list or things that you want to do before you die, basically, before your time is up? Mm. That's a hard one. I I definitely have places I hope to travel written down. I've got a list of potential projects <clears throat> that I would like to do that mm-hmm. I get around to if I'm bored or something. I've got a scheduled set of reminders of things that I definitely have to do today before I go to bed or this week. But honestly, I try to live every day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say to the fullest, but I try to live every day making decisions of like, if I laid down and went to bed and didn't wake up, that I would be happy with the decisions that I made, with the choices mm-hmm. that I made with that day. So I don't per se have a, yeah, I, I probably don't have a written down bucket list. There are things I hope, like I hope to be married one day, or I hope to mm-hmm. be a mother one day. Right. Um, I hope to live abroad. Um, but, and, and so I'm living my life in a way to, with as much influence as I have to make mm-hmm. those hopes into a reality. But 
nothing like crazy like oh skydiving or visit all seven continents or those <laughs> kind of spectacular things what about you do you have a bucket list i do a little bit here and there i mean i definitely have the overall sort of uh not too specific bucket list like you said you know like getting married and having kids i would love that in the future for sure um but i do have some specifics kind of like travel destination that i always wanted to go and that is bora bora island that's one thing that i've Ooh. always wanted to go what is it about bora bora uh i just you know i love the tranquility and you're just in the middle of the pacific ocean in this tiny island and the water is so clear you can you know like one of those like bungalows where you stay over the water and then you can just mm -hmm. like jump into the water <laughs> right next to your bed and be in this like nice bubble type of resort i, I would love that sometime in the future it is expensive but i really want to go I know I will go. Um, I have a crazy bucket list to be in the Amazing Race because that's one TV show that I've really? always loved growing really? up. Um, I have always wanted to try one of those ridiculously expensive first class on a plane. I don't think that would ever happen. I don't think I want to pay for that amount of money. But if maybe one day in the future I could get it for free, then that would be crossed. Um, I wanted to see a shooting star, which I did. So I crossed that bucket list. I saw it in Florida out of all places. I was driving on a freeway and I just saw it. Um, uh, I think I have more, but I couldn't remember what they are right now. But that's a good start. Yeah, that's a great start. Some of it. Yeah, that's a great start. Yeah. So my last question for the episode for the season <laughs> is what's next for you? What's next for you after the podcast? Uh, I'm looking forward because, you know, this podcast, it's quite a lot. Like we we put in a lot of work into this, not just the recording, not just writing the poems, but the follow-ups, the edits, the social media, the graphic design, the content strategy part of it. It's a lot uh, on top of, you know, our lives and everything that's been going on. And so I'm looking forward to just take a step back a little bit and uh, take some time to recharge and to focus my, refocus my time a little bit to something else you know, just take a, just take, just taking a bit of a break after season one. I'm looking forward to that. Um, this is the summer, so I'm still looking forward to maybe I could travel somewhere that's not too far, maybe somewhere here in California. Looking forward to that. Um, starting to be able to dine indoor without a mask and be able to gather with a bigger group of people on the park you know just like the simple joys in life I yeah. just I just want to be able to enjoy friends and relationships because um, that's something that I feel like I was missing not just because of the pandemic but before then I was also not 
I, I didn't really have a lot of friends or relationships back then. So that's one thing that I want to focus. How about you? I've got a lot of projects going on. Yeah, I think I do too much all the time. But <laughs> after the podcast, I'm hoping to finish this children's book that I mm -hmm. got into the works earlier this year. It's a book mm -hmm. based on a poem I wrote called Astronaut. I've been working with this amazing illustrator to bring it to life and mm. just not had a moment to look into publishers and requirements and kind of all that stuff. But yeah, I just mm -hmm. want to do a short limited run and um, just make the story available to inspire other um, people to pursue their dreams, specifically little black girls to yeah. pursue what might seem like impossible dreams. Uh, I've spent the last year <laughs> yeah chasing yep. this moonshot and uh yeah mm -hmm. i want to help other people do the same yeah that's amazing you always do amazing things <laughs> and i'm always impressed well, thank you yeah. yeah there's yeah i would say beyond that what's next for me after the podcast yeah that's a big project that i i really want to oh you know what there was another thing writing wise i mm -hmm. I turned 10,000 years old, years, wow, 10,000 <laughs> days old a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I was writing a, a 10,000 word mini autobiography. So uh -huh. it was one word for every day that I've been alive, reflecting over 10 areas of my life. Mm. And each area had 10 stories that were 100 words each. And I think I got mm. up to like 8,500 words. Wow. Before I, I, I finished. And so this yeah. summer, this summer, I actually turn 11,000 days old. Mm. So I'm mm -hmm. hoping that I can finish the first 10,000 days. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you told me about this uh, a couple months ago, I actually mm -hmm. put it in my calendar when my 10,000th day is. And it what will be it? June 5th. Oh, next week. Yeah. Or wow. I guess when this episode comes out, it will already happen. That's true. Well, I yeah. spoiled when we did our recording, but <laughs> that is exciting. We should celebrate your 10,000th day. We should celebrate. Yeah. You're officially a master at life. Yeah. yeah How know, exciting. Right? June 5th. Yeah. Yep. And right. it's on a Saturday as well. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. Yeah. Let's try and make it special for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This has been a really great, great experience for me, this podcast. Same. Yeah, I am sad, but also really relieved and happy that we managed to go through season one and, you know, just do it. I, I love that. We did. We did. Yeah. Shall, we, shall we officially end? Let's officially end season one. All right, everyone. I guess that wraps our last episode, episode 12 of A Line by Line. When we started this journey, we had no idea if we were even going to make it to episode 12. We didn't know what we were doing. Uh, neither Joshua or I have ever had any experience making a podcast. I mean, I think we've both been guests on podcasts, but we didn't know what to expect at all. Every week, we just pushed forward, started recording, and tried to learn from our, our mistakes. And I like to say that with every episode, we continue to improve. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we wouldn't trade it for anything else. 
Uh, we're so happy that we have this platform to share our poetry and our vulnerable thoughts and lives with you all, unfiltered and unscripted. It was also just a very healing journey, I think, for us ever since we started to be able to share our feelings, deepen our relationships, and challenge each other. And none of this would be possible if it's not because of you all, our listeners. So from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you. Thank you. So what is next? Well, as we mentioned, we will be taking a break for a few months to just focus on ourselves, some other projects on our plate, and take a moment to recharge, dive into the world as it's opening back up. But we already have exciting plans lined up for season two. So don't worry. We can't wait to start again really soon. Yeah. And if you know, if you have enjoyed our podcast so far, please, please, please do share it with some of your friends and families. And as always, we love hearing your feedback and thoughts, which we will for sure try to implement in the next season. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Align by Line, and look out for future announcements, including the launch date of season two. Yes. Until then, Jasmine and Joshua signing off for now. See you in season two. Bye.